Apex Central listeners, you can find us every Monday through Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. No joke, I think I might have a cane sauce problem. I was at Raising Cane's the other day getting my box combo with extra sauce on the side like usual. I have an order when I eat my canes, it goes crinkle cut fries, chicken fingers, the Texas toast, and finish strong with the slaw. So I start eating and before I know it, I'm scraping the bottom of my sauce and I wasn't even done with my fries yet. This habit is escalating and I'm 100% here for it. Dip into canes, get extra sauce for me, please. Marshall's Daily Sports Gambling Show with the best sports gamblers in the entire room. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all see what I did there? I thought you were about to say Tower World. Yeah, I was going to say something, but then I didn't. I said something else. Yeah, Andrew yeah. fixing my TV, and I like his shoes. I just want to give a shoe update for everybody. Good shoes, Andrew. There you go. Kick him up there, big guy. Here we go. We've got the uh, NBA trade deadline to talk about. I don't know how plugged in you guys are to NBA. Oh, my shirt is popping today. The Doc Gooden shirt. That is that is popping. All right, we got Ben Mintz to my right. How, hello, Mr. Mincy. How are you? I'm good. Uh, the trade deadline's on my mind because all these Lonzo Ball Pelican rumors right now. That's a big, big, uh, big thing going on. Lonzo Ball is somebody who, when he came into the league, he was number two pick. I thought he was. He I, was. Uh, I, I thought he was going to be an absolute star. I thought he'd be a top ten star in the NBA by now. Uh, no, not really. Uh, not hasn't really found a home. And with the Pelicans, it made sense. You had Zion, you had Z- Lonzo, but no, not really working out that way. Well, I, I think he's been playing great the last two months because Zion, they moved Zion to the point forward, and so Lonzo's actually kind of turned into more of a knockdown shooter. But he's been hitting like 45% of his threes the last two months. I like how he's come on. But then, of course, LeVar Ball, who we thought had been silenced, came out and said, Lonzo Ball hates New Orleans and wants out, and so that's what's going on right now. Who in the world could hate New Orleans? Well, during COVID, it's pretty pretty shut down. Well, yeah, everything's pretty shut down. And Big Ab, I saw that motion mm-hmm. you made over there. Um, Send them to New York. You want Lonzo Ball? Yes, huh? They're saying please. the Bulls. Uh, the Bulls just made this big trade already with the Magic earlier. They're saying that that, that may be setting up the Bulls trying to. So, uh, what well, the trade deadline is today? We also we're going to break down there. We're going to get into the individual matchups in Sweet 16. Talk about the spreads. Talk about the totals. Talk about where we think that's going. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about pretty much everything. And we got the chat open. So anybody, somebody says Lonzo to New York right now. I don't know if that has happened. You might want to check it. It is the chat. You can't trust it. Big F has raced to his phone and. I, I, I would actually like that too. I mean, I, I want him to stay with the Pelicans, but Lonzo, it's always fun to have a good point guard in the garden. I, I wouldn't hate that. I'm just ecstatic to be buyers. Yeah, you know like the, that, the New that, York Knicks are buyers at the trade deadline. They're trying just, to make moves. They're not let's trying put it, to. Let's put that in perspective. This is big stuff. Big stuff. We already got cooked out of Evan Fournier. It's in the past. I'm on the Lonzo. What was the? Uh, I don't know if it's happened in the last couple of minutes. But the Chicago Orlando trade. What what happened there? It was uh, it was like Wendell Carter, Otto Porter, and two first rounders Vuc- for Vucevic. for Vucevic being the main piece, and then Alfred Camino essentially for Vucevic. Because yeah. uh, there, Gordon's trying to get out of there too. I was wondering if he was getting out of Orlando. Uh, I think he headed. will. He asked for a trade. I feel like Orlando's been rebuilding since Dwight Howard left. I mean, they already they shipped Fournier <laughs> to the Celtics. I mean, they're just they're just getting rid of everybody. Yeah, it's it's you okay, Brandon. 
Yeah, I'm not, no, I'm not. I, I, I usually have my computer on my right, and I usually have my uh, my notebook to my left, and I couldn't find my notebook, but here it is. Uh, so I did have a Prepix Central. I keep forgetting to read the Prepix Central picks on the show, but I will remember to do it today. But, yeah, NBA trade deadline. Kyle Lowry's out there to be had. Aaron Gordon. They're, they're saying Lowry's Sixers. Sixers. But they uh, were saying I heard Daryl Morey not wanting to overpay for him. Kind of the last thing. I saw, they were saying it was pretty likely it was going to happen. Maybe not 100% confirmed. I yet. don't know. Getting Kyle Lowry at the trade deadline is like uh, is like going to a bar and, and getting getting like a four. I mean, it's, yeah, you're, you're, I think you're, not, you're getting some I mean, sex. Ha- but I mean, have you seen the ass on Lowry? I, no, I'm. It's more than a four. I, yeah, I'm not talking. Lowry is an eight. That's a dump truck. Okay, I'm not talking about him as a. I'm comparing him to an attract oh, to, his, to the attractiveness of a woman that you would take home from a bar. Skills. I'm not saying oh, how attractive I think sheer, he is. The sheer size of his ass. I'm just saying, as a basketball player, he seems like the slump buster you get at the end of the night, as opposed to a franchise changer. I don't think you're giving him. I think you're slightly undervaluing him. I think it helps his playoff championship, championship experience. I think he's better. I think he's more like a like a six and a half, seven, to be honest. Really, I think that's I a lot. I do. He's a good player. He's. He's all right. I mean, uh, but he's not all. But it, like, who? But then, who else? Like, who do you put in his category of like all? He's right? also a Nova guy coming back to Philly. Well, that's another thing. That'd he's a something. he's a Philly guy, like Philly born and raised Philly okay, guy. You're probably right. You're probably you're probably right. Uh, I just think, maybe I'm undervaluing Kyle Lowry. I just think the Raptors, like obviously, we're used to them being good. They fell off a little bit, but he, I mean, they've still been like a solid team. Without, I mean, they lost obviously Kawhi, DeRozan, like all their main guys. He's pretty much the only guy left. Andrew Clark says Lowry's a Hall of Famer. No. 100%. No, not a Hall no, of Famer. Very, good, a very good player, though. A very good Fine, NBA player. Yeah, he's a, he could be in the Hall of really good, but but he's not a Hall of Famer at all. Yeah, I think that's a stretch, too. Uh, he's also not at the very end of his career. He's still got, what, four or five years left, right? That's that's why I think it's a solid pickup for the Sixers. Like, I think it's a good move, especially like they're a team that's legitimately trying to win a championship. Yeah. That's just another score. They need guys that can shoot. I don't think it's a bad move. Yeah, no, for the Sixers, uh, I mean, you got teams out there like the Sixers are, are they're in that championship discussion, and they're trying to strengthen what they got for a championship. I, I know the Jazz have the best record in basketball right now. I don't know that they're make, making any moves. But Oladipo's out there, Andre Drummond. I think the Knicks were in talks to get Andre there Drummond. There were a lot of rumors on the Lakers and Oladipo trying to hold the ship while waiting on LeBron and AD to be out because right now they got a G League team out there. Big Ben says Brandon was the girl slump buster at the end of the night, though he's a Starkville six. Well, there were apparently there were no slumps in Starkville because I wasn't breaking any slumps. <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't. I was uh, kept in the bullpen or the own deck circle or whatever you want to have it. Um, Lowry, uh, Lowry, top ten of maybe says Rick James. I don't know. Shout out, blessed Billy Shamanad says uh, says somebody. Drew Crab, blessed Billy Shamanad. Two oh, yeah. straight days. Mm-hmm. Still, still searching for that miracle. Yep. Search for number three to become a saint. Yep. How's uh, how's how's everything going? How's life going, Big F? Good? I'm feeling better today. I feel fully. You recovered. do feel like you got a pep in your step. I feel full. I feel fully. I feel recovered Yesterday, I still was. I was still like a loopy, delirious. Like you know, when you get older, like your hangovers go from like three hours to like three days. Yeah. I think that's where I was at. Now I'm good. So we have a phenomenon at this office, and you're a part of it. Um, when the when the winter breaks and spring approaches in in the animal kingdom, you have the bears, you know, lumbering out of the cave. You have the all the animals, the birds are, are back and chirping, and the flowers pop up from the ground. But at Barstool, the way you tell winter is ending, shorts start showing up in mass. And the big guys, when they show up in shorts, they're just a little bit a little bit more jolly, a little bit happier. And you're rocking the shorts today, big time. Yeah, you you won't see me in pants probably for the next six, November seven months. Yeah, 
Uh, I like that though. I, I'm so unless it's like I'm, I'm if similar. it's like I'm not like one of those total hardos. Like if it's like 40 degrees, like I'll throw the I'll throw the pants on. But if it's 50 and above, I'll be in shorts. Jonathan Corbett simple. says I'm getting married this weekend. Advice, please. Yeah, don't run away. No, it'll be fine. You'll be great. You'll be the guy that uh, that tames the women. You'll be the guy that whose whose wife isn't isn't crazy. It's you. You're the one, brother. You you will <laughs> love your mother-in-law. You will get along so well. All the decisions that you make in your house will be respected. It's going to be incredible. You're, go ahead, buddy. It's going to be awesome. You're going to have so much sex. You're going to have so much sex. Because once you get married, you can just have sex all the time. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. Well, that's something to look forward to, hopefully. I'm lying, Ben. <laughs> Well, every, it seemed like every time you had sex, you got her pregnant then, if you're saying you didn't. When when your beautiful, lovely bride walks down the aisle this weekend, I want you to look at her. I want you to honor her. I want you to respect her. And I want you to say, here comes a woman who's given her last blowjob. That's what you say. Congratulations to her. Maybe I'm projecting a little bit. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, asked Mintz, how was Colorado? I asked him yesterday, but I will always allow him to uh, to talk about uh, Colorado and, and what it was like out there at Blackhawk, right? Yeah, so I just want to say, if you hadn't been to Blackhawk, the Ameristar Blackhawk is a pin property. We've got an unbelievable new sports book there. I love the way he says unbelievable. Thank you. Uh, it's <laughs> Say it again. Unbelievable. 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 Uh, but uh, it was just a first-class treatment. It's only 40 miles west of Denver, just down I-70, easy to get there. I mean, you get to gamble in the snowy mountain towns. You get the combo of Colorado and sports gambling in the Barstool Sportsbook. Uh, you can't beat it. And I also love getting to hang out in Denver. I only hung out in Denver for one night. and Had so much fun. I'm already thinking about my next trip back, hopefully in June or July, because I love Colorado. What did you think about Lane Kiffin's tweet this morning? Which, which, which tweet? So, he, he, somebody, I don't know who did it. Somebody put out a list of the top 50 worst coaching hires in college football. In the oh, last I saw the one that said Art Bryles, two. Art Bryles, number five. two, Hugh Freeze, five. Lane Kiffin was 10 at Tennessee. And he quote tweeted it and said, top ten, baby. <laughs> so he, he leaned into it. I thought it was a bad list though, because I believe a bad hire is a coach that can't win. That's what I believe. Like, Lane Kiffin was not a bad hire at Tennessee. It turned out bad because he left, but he wasn't a bad oh, hire. He was, the staff he had was incredible. He, he had was a coach O. And he he was Frank a good Wilson, hire. He, he was a great, great hire. Staff, the fact they lost him is what hurt him. It was a great hire. Uh, a bad hire is like um, – Jeremy Pruitt at Less Tennessee. Less miles at yes. Kansas. Yeah, less miles at Kansas. Something that just doesn't work at all. Art Bryles definitely turned into a problem in a situation, but he also like built that did stadium. With built Baylor. He resurrected Baylor. So I don't know if he was a bad hire. He he evolved into bad. He he didn't start out bad. Because I was even going to say Hugh Freeze. I mean, they beat Bama. Yeah, that's, there's not that's an, a bad hire. There's not an Ole Miss fan in the world that will tell you Hugh Freeze was a bad hire. For They'd sure. hire him back tomorrow if Lane Kiffin left. Yeah. Look, Agreed? Oh, Brandon's definitely right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like I said, I was willing to sacrifice the three years of probation because I saw with my own two eyes Ole Miss beat Bama both times. That's worth like three years of sucking to me. Man, probably five. Probably never happen again. Uh, Brandon, I like the shirt today. Thank you, Logan Cohen. I appreciate that. That is, uh, that is beautiful. Do you, do you know if you're going to Detroit this weekend? I don't think so. I haven't been told so, so I think I'd imagine I, not. I think I might be. I might be leaving Sunday. We got I got T ball and baseball practice Friday and Saturday. I can't miss. I missed last week for the first time. So Do you coach? Are you coach? No, I just uh, there there to help uh, support just and watch. And, yeah. So so I got T ball practice and uh coach pitch practice tomorrow and then we got softball practice Saturday. So we've got a lot of a busy weekend of practice. Again, the world is coming out of hibernation and it feels like this spring and summer Your kids excited could be the best spring and summer. Because we're also going to start coming out of COVID very, very soon. I think my fondest memories in life are Little League. Really? How mm-hmm. good were you? I was fine. 
I mean, I was good, and then everyone grew. And Can I, I guess your position? Yeah. We'll say they put you at second base. Correct. Yep. I yeah, would have been my guess. Also, yeah, I, I think this is the right frame. I don't think you're a right fielder. I don't think I, I think you were average skill, maybe even good skill. Yeah, it was good and small. I, I would say you you bat you, you batted either one or two or maybe and played second base. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. I, I got I was the fat kid in right field, and the funny little league memory I've got is I, I ripped the base hit up the middle to center field, and this guy who was a center fielder on this team I uh, played outfield for Southern Miss. He threw me out at first base from center field Ooh. on a base hit, but they called me safe because he felt so bad for me. <laughs> but, I mean, I was definitely out by full step. Like, I had a line drive, and he just stepped up and ripped it. It was it was not my finest moment. Third base? Well, in my early days, first. First? Okay. All right. I was, I've definitely been attempted to throw it out at first base quite a few times from the outfield. Always safe. I uh, Thank you God. Pitcher in left? No, no, no. I, I played up until ten years old. I played uh, shortstop and pitcher. I was I was one of the best players in the league. And then I got gangly and Weren't I didn't. You huge? I, I know I was very small. I was uh-huh. small and I was I was slight. Gotcha. I was slight. Like from from age ten to sixteen, I was short and very really? skinny. Yes. So and when's then, that picture of you at a wrestling thing? You're like eighteen there. Oh, I'm ni- uh, No, I'm twenty years old there. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's that's nineteen ninety nine. I was twenty. But I was, and then I switched to first base uh, at age eleven, and I hated it. And I eventually got out of baseball because I hated playing first base. I loved first gotcha. base. Yeah, I, I want to be in the mix. The I want to be in the mix in the action. I was a strong. I was good at the pick, yeah. which a lot of people weren't good at. That was I can see that. That was big. Good, good hand eye. Good scooper, huh? Very good scooper. I, I struggle with the scooping. Solid bat. As well. I was a that good fielder or shortstop, but I struggled with the scooping. I did. I didn't do great. The bat usually kept me in the lineup. I was. I always didn't strike out very often. Uh, I, I, I didn't strike out at all either. I, I, uh, I didn't hit home runs till like well, I was 18 or 19, but I always hit the ball. Yeah. I only hit, see, as a big guy, they always think power. I wasn't like, I definitely was, I was a line drive hitter as they would say. My, my eight year old doesn't swing that hard. He hits it. He's never struck out in his entire life. He has made contact every at bat he's ever had in little league baseball. And, but he just, he doesn't, he'll, he'll hit it past the shortstop, past the third baseman. He's, he doesn't have extra base power. He's very careful. See what you got to do need. in little league. A lot of them they don't have fences. Yeah. You just hit one of those line drives in the well, gap. Well, that's a very that's a very northeast thing. They always have fences. Yeah, that's a very northeast. You guys playing softball on these fenceless fields and, and everything up here in little league that doesn't really exist in most of the country. Because we don't really use fe- at least in my we didn't really use fences until you're probably like twelve or thirteen. And you even go play all stars like some other teams. You would go and they just wouldn't have a fence. Yeah, I, you hit a ball over the outfield. They would play so deep. I've never seen until I got to New York. I saw some in Chicago this weekend. I've never seen uh, a softball or baseball field without an outfield fence. I, I, it's shocking to me. What if you hit one over everybody's head and you just run forever? Yeah, it's no, usually that's ones that, that are facing each other. That's right? yeah. That's literally what it is. You you just hit like a nice gap or like a line drive in the gap home run if you got any. Because it just rolls forever. Yeah, it just keeps going. Just roll a shortstop in the next field. What about they got a game going on too? So you yeah. got you got other. I, I, I never oh yeah, understand. there'll be times if someone just hits a it just hits an absolute bomb, especially softball because softball is just a game of hitting bombs. Although you guys use like a sixteen inch ball up here, right? Yeah, Don't we you use a big ball that you big, can't yeah. hit out. Uh, depends. I feel like I've played in a couple. We use like either normal balls or some of them use one of those little like softer, like the actual right. yeah. the white like squishy little bit type ones. Yeah, we just use big baseballs. Hmm. It's just a baseball that's big. The See, we use there. those ones too, but obviously they're just like the the green color. But I I uh, man, I didn't have a home run hit against me until I was 
12 years old, Lamont Fitzpatrick hit one out to right field. He was the worst player on that team. He just got lucky. I threw it, I threw it exactly where I wanted it. It was a knee-high fastball on the outside. He just swung at it and knocked it out. And Lamont Fitzpatrick's held that over my head ever since. I love the Fitzpatrick. i got a fun fact people. for you. What? I've had two home runs hit off me. They both were off someone who is currently in jail for, for murder. That's a fact. That is a well, I don't know how that's, fun that's that a fact, fact is, but it's a fact. When I was 12 years old. A fun oh, fact. I think that's a delightful fact. What kind of, what kind of league are you playing in? The California League? We were 11 years old. Was it one guy or two? It was, he hit both, two off me in the same oh, game. Oh, okay. All right. He actually ended up hitting another one off the kid that got that one. <laughs> so that, was guy, that guy killed you. He had 10 RBIs in one game. He had three home runs. Well, this guy sounds like a hell of a hell of a player. First pick in I've seen him hit many home runs. He was a very good hitter in baseball. What do you think went wrong? Uh, he always was a bad, just kind of a bad egg. Yeah, he was one of those. He was good to, for to be your friend, but if he wasn't your friend, there was issues. I don't think kind of just things went south after high school. Was he your friend? We were friends, and like grow, like we were. There was a respect there. Yeah, he always like like he was. Our grandfathers were good friends. Our grandfathers were yeah. uh, members of the Italian American club in our town together. The good pals. I don't know that I played with any murderers. I probably did. I I I, I don't know that. I can't pinpoint a murderer that I ever played with. Some some drug dealer, sure. Yeah. Oh, it was a big deal. He was on the cover of the paper. Like it was probably four or five summers ago. It was crazy. It was all anyone could talk about in the town. It was the first murder that occurred in our town since 1992. Well, I'm just learning a whole lot here today. So we're not. It's not like we're some like I didn't grow up in some like ghetto. Like we just had. A, I never a remember bad where you grew up. In Long Island? No, Goshen, New York. It's like in, like 50, 60 miles upstate. In okay. New York. All right. You don't seem like an upstate guy. It's kind of like the end of. I would call it kind of like after my county, like 30 minutes north, that's like the end of the burbs. And then it just becomes like the sticks. Okay. Once All you get right. up there way north, like Monticello. I've heard the ups- upstate New York is, is very stickish. Yeah, that's where I'm kind of like, they would consider me upstate, but we're not like, like look at a map. Yeah. I don't, you we're don't close, give me an upstate vibe at all. You give me a city vibe. I mean, it's not like, we kind of have that little bit of city like attitude, I guess, a little bit, just because we, it's pretty close. Like I, I was in Jersey a lot. I was in the city a lot. Luke Conthor says, I had a ground ball skip off a rock into my nuts playing shortstop. I I umpired when I was 16, 17 and, uh, for, for you know, 11, 12-year-olds. And 11, 12-year-olds can throw it if they really. And uh, one time, I wasn't wearing a cup behind the plate. It bounced under the catcher up to my nuts, and it was a terrible, terrible day. Jeez. Terrible day. And then one time, you ain't I, paid near enough I didn't have out. the fucking throat guard <laughs> down, and the catcher just didn't even touch the ball. It went right over him, hit me right in the throat. So... I but I stayed in there. I didn't bail out. Not a pussy. I remember a big playoff game. Uh, our starter came in, gave up seven runs in the first inning. He only got one or two outs. I came in, uh, pitched like six and a third, scoreless. We came back to tie it, and then I gave up a walk off. No, that story had a lot of twists and turns, Owen. Yeah, that story had. That one sticks with me. Yeah, that's that's a hell of heroic effort, though. They let you they you get you give them six and a third inning. They didn't have anybody to come in and 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 take care clean up your the end. I guess it was up to me. That's unbelievable. It's the horse you rode in on. What about that? Him. What about that prick that couldn't get through the first inning? He ever nah. has he ever murdered anybody? No, I don't think so. He was just, he was a quiet guy. Well. Quiet guys can murder. As well. <laughs> Absolutely, quiet <laughs> <Just laughs> guys can murder. Sometimes yeah. that's that's yeah. a personality uh, trait. Hmm. TJ and I are back here talking about nostalgia. What was your favorite baseball bat? Mine, I'll give you one. The combat da bomb. It was green. I used it once. I hit a home run. My dad bought it for me. It yeah, was the best bat I've ever used. Those bats were broken. They got banned after like yep. a year and a half. I, I think it actually killed somebody. Yeah, if you made contact, it was just yeah. I, I have two hundred eighty uh, foot bomb. 
I had the uh, I, I'm older than all of you. I had the normal Eastons, uh, but then I had a, a TPX was the big bat when I was coming up. TPX, uh, it was red, it was bright, oh, it was beautiful. TPX would have been the the marquee bat when I came up. Mind the black magic. Oh yeah. I actually used the murderer's bat and hit a grand slam with it. <laughs> fun, another fun fact. So shout out to him for letting me use his bat. Appreciate that. Shout out wherever you are. Well, we're probably in a prison. He's in somewhere. upstate penitentiary. Yes. Mm-hmm. I gotta Google what mine was. What are you googling? Oh, the bat? also when I was when I was around that age, like twelve, that was when the stealth was invented. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was like that was the blue just and like orange groundbreaking stealth? technology. That yeah, thing's my world. So Bomb. the blue and orange stealth was my white whale. I wanted it so bad. Yeah. It was like the coolest bat in the league. And my neighbor was older, and he had one, and uh, he sold me his after a couple seasons, and I was super excited to have it. But it was just completely dead. See? It also got banned probably yeah. right after. The stealth is 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 well after my time. I'm aware of it, but I never had the joys of using it. Isn't the Easton like the big green bat or something? Well, there like there were many. Uh, so yeah, there were big green Eastons. That was probably the most popular bat when I was a kid. But there was also a skinnier one that was like, uh, it, it was it was metallic silver with uh, like maroon writing on it. Uh, maroon and cream writing on it. I had that one. I had two bats in my bag. I had the thirty-one of that when I was eleven, and then I had the big fat Easton, which uh, which which was fantastic. But the TPX came along and changed changed everybody, and 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 they were big and they were heavier, and I was again slight, and that's when I began to grow out of baseball. And then the official bat of contact hitters was the Demarini Vexum. Yep. The big Vexum. Yep. The Vexum. Big time. And I always the voodoo. The voodoo was a big one. I always one. thought of Dean Marini as more of a softball bat, but it, it, it has some room in baseball these days, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had the, the F3, cool. which is the black and red one, and then the CF4, which was white and gold, and oh, that yeah. was like the rich kid bat. Yeah, that was the that was the rich kid bat. I'm trying to think of the, like, obviously we know Easton. There were Mizuno bats back in the day. I think Easton, Mizuno, and then there was TPX. one more that I that I had. TPX. Louisville That's Louisville, Louisville Slugger. Slugger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and then there was one more that I had, and I don't remember the kind, but it, it's the one I had in Coach Pitch, and I used to hit rocks with it, and it was all dinged up with rock. That's what I did in my spare time, hit rocks. Really? It's very fun. Nike made bats. They weren't good. No, they weren't good. And so I had my dinged up bat that, that I, I got a lot of hits with in Coach Pitch, but I can't remember I the can't name remember. of it. It was not Huffy. That's a bike. Huffy's a bike. That is it a is. Bike. BMX is also a bike. Sure is. Damn sure is. This yep. is fun. I'm enjoying myself. Memory lane. Do you know gushers weren't invented until 1991? We have some in the in the snack thing. I there. don't know world without them. I that's what, gushers are not on my radar because they 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 I was already like a teenager when they came out. I didn't eat a lot of gushers. It's like the sour patch kids. Uh, I was more fruit roll up guy. If you saw fruit. a pack of gushers and a pack of fruit by the foot. In front of you, which would you have? Fruit roll up. Okay, I was a fruit roll up kid. That was were you? Fruit I hated fruit roll up, but it was very it was omnipresent where I was. Fruit roll up was in my household. Gushers were not. Yes, yeah, so that's just kind of how it went. I don't really have either, but I was never a gushers guy. Well, because you, I mean, you were given like filet mignon at lunch and everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the blessed Sean on. Did they have or did you have organic fruit by the foot? Did you have actual fruit by the foot? No, at your school. But I actually, I I would get. Those sour power straws every day. Those are probably good. awful for me. I don't remember sour power straws They're at good. all. They're very Fan. good. We call are they like pixie straws? No, not no. no. I wouldn't say they're more like a um trying to think how to describe it. Think it's like, like a nerd's rope type deal. Like yeah, think like almost. a nerd's rope, but instead No, it's like a Twizzler like but a sour patch kid. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sour patch kids are big. All right, so <laughs> 
I love getting off on just useless tangents about uh, <laughs> we we were all kids once. We all played baseball. Yes, everybody was a kid once. Everybody was a kid once. I think well, my baseball career probably ended before y'all. I, I, at fourteen, I saw the writing on the wall that I was either going to ride the pine or I could make something of being a decent tennis player, and I just went all in on that and ended up. I I, I, I moved to basketball at fifteen. So Is that I, when you had your big growth spurt? Yeah. Okay. Well, between uh, sophomore and junior year, six and a half inches. I, I went home five eleven. I came back six four and a half. Uh, so uh, that was fun. I enjoyed that. Although when you grow that much that fast, your shins hurt. Yeah, I heard you get the growth spurt. It hurts. So. Yeah. You know, I used to want. You're, you're a big boy. Never have. I used to want shin pins so bad. Yeah, no, they were the worst though. No, I know, but I wanted. My kid them gets them now, and I because I was just never growing. You can't do like, anything for it. I really want to experience God, this. I just remember that's some of the worst pain you can have. It's your shins, uh, shin splints. splints. I don't know if that's yeah. what the. It's it's absolutely awful. Um, big Ben says sports talk. Fuck you, Big Ben. We're it's an hour show. Talking baseball. We're talking baseball. We're going to talk about the um, the Sweet Sixteen. We're going to talk about the NBA trade deadline some more. I assume there will be some trades right now. Like Logan C. Huck says, Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets. Can I get you guys when they say a trade in here? Because you can't trust these people. Uh, you can't trust the these commenters. Is Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets an actual thing? No, not yet. I've pushed notifications on for a lot of things. Oh, I feel like I yeah, I do too. It. So, so we don't know if the Knicks have gotten Lowry for sure, or I mean, the Sixers have gotten Lowry for sure. Is that not not a hundred percent? I don't believe. Um, all right, I went to camp with Tom's River Little League World Series champ and ended up fighting two of them. Says jo- Joseph Kessler, Todd Frazier, Tom's River Little League. Mm-hmm. Pride. Cody? I actually went to sleepaway camp at Williamsport. How was it? Uh, it was good. They're like just like very sacred grounds. Like you can't walk on the grass. They don't let you play on like, the fields. Um. You only got to play on the main field once at the end of the Have week. Have you guys heard my take about this? What? I love youth baseball. I love, love growing up like that. I think the Little League World Series is probably the worst event in sports every year. I don't think it's watchable. It's uh, Every kid has – every league team has one kid that's 6'4 already, and he's throwing gas. Uh, the umpires suck. I hate the Little League World Series. I think that's it's a an trash awful, take. I, I think, think it's, it's an like, awful event. I think it's the second best – sporting event it's awful i, I, I think don't it's watch madness kid. and then it's the little league World do Series. you think it's that good yes i traveled to it with my friends a couple <laughs> years <laughs> Did ago you really yeah uh, that was awkward because um <laughs> uh we didn't really prepare for what it was like we were right. tailgating and i mean we, it's all families and kids yeah we were the only people with alcohol on the premises <laughs> and uh were you frowned upon i mean yeah probably but like we didn't did y'all get in the bleachers, or did you like sit on the hills in the outfield? No, we were in the stands. Just y'all like, sneak booze in? Um, we so stayed at a Holiday Inn like a hundred yards from the field, everything. so we were just going back and drinking, gassing up, back. coming yeah, back. Yeah. Do they have like a pass thing, or like like you walk outside, you have to buy a new ticket, or what? Um, no, it it's free? literally just like one tent. Is it, just, isn't it free? Is it free? Oh, I doubt it. I'm sure trying to remember. I think it was. Really, I thought. I'm pretty sure it's yeah. free. Surely not. It, no, I think it was free. Oh well, I mean, they they pack a lot of spectators. It seems like they can make a lot of money. I think the the hill might be free. I don't know. You said you're in the stands. I don't know. That might be true. It wasn't a lot of money. If it was money, I just don't enjoy watching watching kids. Because at that point, they're almost like small professionals. I I don't know. I, it just weirds me out. I like the – I get into the aspect of, like, oh, like, they're 45 feet away, they're throwing 65, but really they're yeah. throwing 90. Yeah. I, I, I wish I, I remember Danny Almonte like, when he was, I like 15 just, pitching And it. It, it's always nice when you get, like, one kid on one team that's dominant. You can just kind of, like, w- try to, like, watch 
a small piece of greatness for like three weeks. I wish Rico was here because I know he loved Monet Davis. And he would <laughs> regale us with stories about Monet Davis in the Little League World Series. I think he still has a, a Monet Davis jersey. Big Monet Davis guy. I also would love just getting basically have a Monet Davis t- tattoo. On I think it's uh, something yep. like that. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the number. whole thing. Our number and and you know MD I believe, mm-hmm. um, but it's classy tattoos. Classy. Yeah, guy. no, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, and I think he was. I think he liked the Danny Almonte. They cheated to get him in. I believe that Rico doesn't really care about honor or anything. So he was like, yeah, Danny Almonte, number one. What year was Danny Almonte? Two thousand one. Yep. Okay. Man, it was that long ago? It was 20 yeah. years ago. He's he's mid-30s. So he's a middle-aged the, man. You remember the – What? He, he was a Yankees farm system guy. He's your age. Bit. You right. remember the Mike Lupica book? I remember the story. I didn't remember uh, I'm aware of the Mike Lupica stories like that. So was, that was just like a ripoff of the Danny Almonte story, Pretty right? much, yeah, essentially. Hmm. There are all these false rumors going around the Ole Miss frat house that I like to gamble on the Little League World Series that I'm still – facing to this day I would not ab- true i would absolutely untrue. Gamble. if it was legal untrue. i have gambled if it was legally I, I absolutely would i mean there's not a person sitting here we wouldn't be sitting here if we didn't enjoy action on whatever's on tv right yeah i'd love to yeah uh have you japanese no, first I never five did, but it was just it got, <laughs> out, it got out around campus the, everybody's the, like myths is such a degen he bets on the little league world series and i actually never did the japan, I am a that's a cool rumor the japan team always has like five good pitchers chinese taipei always he they always kurosaw was the team it's i remember like i remember <laughs> watching gerickson profar and now he's just like on the padres yeah that's like i remember he was like cody bellinger he was like the do- but i like distinctly remember he was like the dominant player on yeah, a really mm-hmm. good kurosaw team and now he's just like a shortstop in the league. Uh, you, you and me are the only ones that could possibly remember this. I don't know if you can remember it, but um, Nintendo game, Little League World Series. I don't remember. I Little remember, League Baseball. I remember Little League Baseball. Did you play? Did I played you, Little League Baseball. No, no, no. I'm talking about the video game on NES. I remember the Little League Baseball. Game. Yeah, it was Baseball Stars Engine, but it was uh, in, in Mexico. They had a their number three hitter was named Paco. He was fantastic. It was backyard baseball before backyard baseball existed. Uh, it Do was. You remember RBI baseball? I used to love RBI. Can I just ask you a question? We haven't known each other long. Okay. Do you think I remember RBI baseball? Yes, I definitely yes. do. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I have <laughs> I feel at like least I asked a stupid question. three RBI baseball shirts. I remember everything about RBI yeah, baseball. I can remember the roster of every single team. There were eight teams. Brandon, you uh, you remember this thing that's right in your wheelhouse? <laughs> right. About everything you're passionate <laughs> yes. about. Yes. <laughs> you remember? Are you a big Tecmo Bowl fan as well. <laughs> You remember man titties, Brandon? Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. They're right here. Yeah. Hey, look, I got you notched on that, too. <laughs> I so. remember. Uh, huge Tecmo Bowl guy. Big Tecmo Super Bowl guy, but more of a Tecmo Bowl guy. Walter, Tecmo pa- S- Walter Payton. Walter Payton. Yeah, yeah. You had Miami. You had, um, and then the, the Bears had the play that you couldn't stop. Cat Bozo over the middle. Mike Singletary. Lawrence Taylor gets a lot of love there, but Ronnie Lott and Mike Singletary just the, as good. The Tecmo Super Bowl, Bo Jackson. Where you just like you just hit the button to throw people off. Uh, Nicholas Wallach says the EA college baseball game was fire. It it was. That was the best one. Video games used to have just a play that was broken. Yep. Like yeah. Like 2007 Madden, you just did a hail mary and then ran with Mike Vick. Yeah. I was like Mike Vick had an end around where he literally would take the snap from under center and just run to either side and you just couldn't tackle. It was so broken back then that you could put like Michael Vick at defensive end and it was the only counter to Michael Vick. Like you could be Atlanta versus Atlanta, <laughs> and to counter Mike Vick, you put you put Mike Vick at defensive end, and that's how there you. There was also the HB slip screen with Chris Johnson. Yep. Oh yep. man, that was a big one. How about halfback angle from NCAA football? Oh, I that was always that fun. I that, that one. HB angle, baby. That's the uh, original shark the wheel. The PA so, dangle yeah. with Dude, Percy Harvin. Still runs. <laughs> Alvin Kamara still runs that angle all the time. 
Aaron wow. Gordon's been traded to the Nuggets. Aaron Gordon to the Nuggets. Well, the Nuggets hmm. are good. I, that's interesting. You got so you got Jokic, uh, you got Jamal Murray, and now you have a third big time scorer there. Michael Point and Porter's, you know, got well, been flashing too. I assume that Porter. Hmm. What's what's the deal? Do you know? No, nah, details aren't out yet, but they're he, on I the mean, brink. He demanded a trade, so or he asked for a trade, so probably not crazy amount. Is that R.J. Hampton in it? And the I, thing, like I think Hampton. he's under contract till like 2022. I saw the thin air out there. His, his dunks are going to be even better. I still think that dunk he did over the mascot that was like under the legs was one of the highest level of difficulty dunks that's ever been done. Aaron Gordon not winning a single dunk contest is the biggest tragedy in the when history. When he of sports. jumped over the guy with his yeah. legs up in the air and put it on, like that was. I don't know if there's another human being that could have done that. That it, was incredible. It, it was I, incredible. I, I think it's as good a, a, a contest dunk as we've ever seen. I, it just And I was fine with him not winning that one because Zach Levine also put on a show, but the one he lost to the Miami guy uh, last year was uh, – or last year or the year before was a tragedy. Absolute travesty. Yeah. That's Levine when Dwayne one, Wade jerked the scoring around. Levine was one thing. The guy was doing between the legs from the free throw line. Yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. like – Levine right. he's just, something. He's just something else, but I agree. Him not winning one is – one of the biggest miscarriages of justice in the history of the NBA. Probably, yeah, probably the biggest. I, I, I think sports should be ripped down and, and torn asunder. Uh, this has been fun. Dean Johnson says, Brandon rocking those acid wash mom jeans. These are not acid wash nor mom jeans. These are very cool jeans. Also have parrot socks on. So if you're going to hate on somebody, by the way, in the coolness race, I've got parrot socks on. That's my answer to you. See, I, and this is me not trying to say I'm cooler than you. This is me trying to give you advice. Don't say your jeans are cool. You have been saying you're cool. But only out of counteractive to you saying I'm not. I can say whatever I want. Brandon fucking Walker. But I'm saying. I will announce my coolness when I walk in here Those every day. jeans are not hey, cool jeans. Look how fucking cool I am today. Yeah, but that doesn't make no, you No, I don't cool. think these. I mean, these jeans are just jeans. <laughs> There's average jeans. I didn't say the jeans were cool. I said the socks were cool. The socks are fine. No, they're not fine. I like the socks. The socks are amazing. What the socks that? are What's parrots. parrot? Yeah. I do. It's got some tie-dye colors. I'm a fan of that. Yeah. Yeah. I like the tight ice tees. Okay, let's uh, – <laughs> I like that we're just rocking around here. Uh, you show me a bracket or an ad? Ed. Body Armor Edge is a lifesaver for me. I was dragging ass the other day. I was terrible. I was – there you go. Get that camera over there. Yeah. I was I was struggling. We it's had been life. streaming for 28 hours straight. I got there that morning. We had to do Pick Central. I picked up that right there, that Tropical Chaos – uh, the the one third from the right, Tropical Chaos Body Armor Edge, and it was delicious. It tasted great, and it has 100 milligrams of caffeine, 1,000 milligrams of electrolytes. It got me going. It got me ready for the day, and it replenished me for the rest of the day. So it wasn't just something that started me, and I would crash later. It was perfect for the rest of the day. Body Armor has the best water in the game. We've been drinking it. You see it in front of us right now. And Body Armor Edge, these new drinks that have just as much caffeine as coffee and all the electrolytes. You can find them at 7-Eleven. You can find them on uh, pretty much wherever you go. You go to BodyArmor.com. Check them out. Body Armor Edge. They're delicious. Um, somebody says, Big Ev, did you ever have a full head of hair? I can't picture you with hair. Oh, I used to have some serious flow. Some flow, huh? You want me to pull a picture up? I would love to see a picture of you with Young hair. Young this, this is my confirmation picture. I, my hair is immaculate. Some of the best hair you'll see. Hold on. I, I can't wait to see this. I've ne- in this. fact, I've known you for, what, two years now? I've never seen you with hair. I've, I mean, I've, I've had a straight, just like, high, high bald fade for about eight to nine years now, and now I'm just bald, bald, but. Yeah, oh, we're, we're about to see the... Uh, Wow. That's some good hair. Like, that's that is, strong. Wow. That is, that's turn, strong wow. hair. Can we zoom in on this right now? That is, that is strong, strong yeah, hair. Let's, let's, here we go. He's strong coming. Strong hair. 
Look, look, look at, at that. That, that is that wavy. Those locks are flowing. Big that's, time. Uh, Big time. I mean, locks. that's Trevor Lawrence. Big time locks. I had to go deep in the log for that on Instagram. Look at that. that wow. Is, that is beautiful. It's good, right? You So you, you had blonde hair like that. Yeah. If you I grew start, it out now, would it be blonde like that? No, I started just buzzing it a lot. Okay. All right. Because then I I got recruited for uh, football at a Catholic school. Had to cut it, and then I just kept just buzzing it. It was like the Yankees thing where you couldn't have long hair. Yeah, it couldn't. It couldn't be off the shoulder. So, and then after that, it was history. Just brown after that. It never came back the same. That's some. That's my some, mom has like huge, big, curly blonde hair. That's some. That's where I got lettuce. it from. Yeah, it's good, right? I like that. I didn't. I did not expect that. I love being able to pull that picture out. That is no good. one expects that is it. Young, yeah. And now you like just, that little boy, Brandon. No, <laughs> I like that little boy. You know, confirmation. Send me that picture, nice, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, a little church tie on. Are we going to go to Times Square later and do, do this thing? We are. Are we going to be able to get it out? To get it out quickly, or, or, or I don't know what the process is after that. Yeah. Okay. Very I got my edges picked. Whatever y'all are doing, I'm yeah, watching yeah. it. Brandon, get a fade. I mean, my hair is fading away from my my forehead right now. Mine's is way, way, way too long right now, which is why I'm wearing a cap. But I'm holding. Like it. It. I've been going to the same haircut lady in Oxford that is actually married to your good friend. Uh, Elal Askey's wife. I've been going to her since since I was 18, and I'm, so I'm holding out for three more weeks. The Shout out, Eli. Fucking yeah, no, but Brandon, Brandon and I have a mutual friend. We have a mutual friend. From West Point, Mississippi. Yes, yeah. that's right. Grew up with Brandon, but his, wife, his wife's been giving me haircuts for 20 years, and I'm trying to hold out until I make it. Through. Oh, there's nothing better, especially in the South, of f- finding that good haircut girl and just going to her for years exactly. and years and years. That's I, anywhere, though. I've had I, – I, I, I've moved so much that I'll get a girl and I'll go two or three years and then I have to leave. And right now I got Erica Fleischman, who's the best in the business, so she's she's doing great. Uh, let's see. Yeah, um, Aaron Gordon deal is Gary Harris, R.J. Hampton, and a first round pick to the Magic for Aaron Gordon and Gary Clark. Well, that seems best case scenario for the Nuggets. Uh, they, it doesn't really feel like they're giving up a major asset. Gary Harris can probably do decent things for the. For the magic, but he wasn't a difference maker. R.J. Hampton, maybe he Some turns upside. into something. Some upside, yeah. Uh, the only thing that way I think R.J. Hampton has a lot of upside. I always confuse him with R.J. Barrett. <laughs> yeah, there's and, that and first I, split second. I assign him. Name. I assign him R.J. Barrett's upside. Yeah, R.J. Barrett's played great this year. R- yeah, he's been a lot better. Been he's a lot been better. Great. He's been great for the Knicks this year. He really has. The Knicks are just a fun team to watch. They're great. But I do think today. Do you think the Knicks line is a rat line today? I took on my mate. So they just they just played in like the same spot and they blew them out. So a little bit. Yeah, but the Wizards are terrible and Knicks are at home giving up only three. The Wizards have a weird thing going. When whenever they play like real good teams, they've been a problem. But then they stink when they play bad teams. They've got a bunch. Like they beat the Jazz. The Knicks are right in the middle. We're literally five hundred. Let's talk about the uh, the NCAA tournament, the Sweet Sixteen this weekend. Uh, we'll skip the NIT for right now, even though Mississippi State is playing today. I know it's a very important event for a lot of you guys out that there. That line's plummeting. That's why. What is it? Opened at a pick'em. It's minus three and a half. State, Mississippi State's State. State's by three and a half. Now. That's why Big Ev wore his maroon today. Thank you, yep. Big Ev, for the support. I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, bring the cowbells. Well, we got the cowbell. If you want to ring cowbell, I can go get it. Where I'm going. It's on my desk. We could not say we did. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Sweet 16 this weekend, starting on Saturday. Uh, your Saturday games are Loyola against Oregon State, Baylor against Villanova, Arkansas against Oral Roberts, Houston against Syracuse. I do think the Sunday games are a little sexier. Uh, but why don't we just start Saturday and we can just talk about We'll talk through these games, see where everybody's leaning. Loyola is giving up six and a half to Oregon State. 
Now, I understand Loyola just beat the number one seed, and I believe Loyola will win this game. I think six and a half is kind of madness. I think this is a, a this is a down to the wire game. I, that's what I believe about Loyola Oregon State. I know Loyola just shut down Io. They just shut down Kofi Coburn. They just did everything they needed to do, and maybe they did all the hard work. But Oregon State is is all these teams are hot. But Oregon State is really really hot right now. I I think six and a half is too many for Loyola to be given up. The Oregon State's been the hottest team that's not getting the love for being the hottest team. Because they were hot before they got to the tournament. They were they, they ran they, through the Pac-12. Are, well, nobody yeah. respected the Pac-12 when they won the tournament, but now that looks like an unbelievable feat. We have to readjust yeah. what we thought of the Pac-12. I've been I've been the guy, even you can look back on the records for Pick Central. I've been I've been riding them basically the entire Pac-12 tournament. You, know, you did. I, I Clubhouse, I, on Clubhouse, I, you liked them against Oregon that day. I haven't I gotten it. off the ship. I've been on the ship money line every game. I can't get off it. So you're going with them to beat Loyola, and even just the way the way they look against Oklahoma State. I mean, did you? See, Cade Cunningham got blocked on jump shots multiple times. I don't think people are giving credit for how long and athletic Oregon State. I mean, is. they are. They are. There's no fluke here. They're handling teams, and also they're the team where I think the reason, part of another reason, they're not getting all the credit is because they don't have that one guy in that stretch of like whatever, like seven, eight games they've been on. I think they've had six different guys lead the team in scoring. Yeah. They're just so balanced that they don't have that one guy that would be like, oh, like this guy. Ethan Thompson's probably like the guy, but, I mean, they have so many guys. They're just big, long, athletic. Let me answer a question real quick, and I'll get back to it. Logan Cohn says, any Final Four futures intrigue you? I gave it away yesterday at plus 400 Syracuse to make the Final Four. They have to beat, uh, you know, Loyola or Oregon State, and they have to beat Houston. Uh, Today on the Barstool Sportsbook app that you can bet in Michigan, Illinois, and Pennsylvania – uh, Syracuse is plus 500 to make the Final Four. They're two games away from it, plus 500. They've got the defense. So look at that. That's my favorite Final Four future because uh, it's really, really good odds for you. Um, but Loyola, Oregon State, the, the total is it's very low, 125 and a half. That's the way Loyola plays. I know it's the way they play, but the, I feel like they – I don't remember the score against Illinois, but it went over that total pretty easily. I think it was 71, 58 maybe or something like that, 71, So 129. Well, I do have one gambling theory on this game, and it actually applied to this point spreads almost the exact same line that was on Purdue when they got upset by North Texas and Virginia when they got upset by Ohio. It was like seven and 125. Seven's a lot of points to lay in a low-scoring damn game. You know, if the, if the over-under is 150 or 160, I don't mind laying seven, but when the game's in the 50s or 60s, seven's a ton to lay. Yeah, if it's so going to be a rock fight, exactly. then, then you it, don't want to take that big exa- line. That's my point. That's why I think Loyola's going to win the game. I think Oregon State's covering the six and a half. And I'll, we'll give out our official picks probably tomorrow, or if you're comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, I will. Whoever wants to join me can do it. Uh, but but I, I, love, I love Oregon State in the spot, and you've already said professed your low. Owen, you've been very, very hot. Um, I don't have any Sweet 16 picks yet. Oh, I wasn't talking about picks. No. Oh. telling you that I, I thought you'd been looking good lately. Have you been 8-0 oh, last two that. days? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I actually made a mistake. I tweeted last night that I was 8-0 in the past two days. You were lying? Um, I'm actually nine and zero in the past two days. Oh. Wow, oh. Well, that was another. So, uh, everything you say today just has twists and turns. Yeah, you I set forgot, me I up. forgot that uh, I took Pepperdine. I woke up to an, another winner. Um, so yeah, nine and zero plus pick, ten point two so units. So y- you picked Maryland women's basketball yesterday, and it started right after the show. And I went over there, and they were beating the living piss out of somebody. Yeah, I took Maryland minus fifteen and over one sixty and a half, and they won one hundred one. To 62. The other games uh, Saturday, Baylor minus 7.5 against Villanova. Uh, 141's a total there. Baylor starting to have the look of a team that's just going to kind of steamroll these teams. Like Villanova's loss of Gillespie hasn't shown up yet. 
I feel like against the defensive yeah, team about, of Baylor, against that defensive team, that's when it shows up. They're going to be out of sorts offensively. Even North Texas, they just got hot. Very like, hot. I, I really believe they play that game ten times. North Texas hangs quite a bit. They You just can't beat – when they shoot 60%, 70% from three – on high volume, like it's like, what can you do about that? Run that? before they had like a thirty-six to four run. You just can't, you can't do anything about and that. And I'm, I'm not sure you're going to be able to. Uh, well, I know that you're not going to be able to do that against Baylor. No, you're, sure they, they not. make you uncomfortable. They turn you over, and you don't have a steady guard out there to, to right the ship. I, this is where Villanova's lack of Gillespie. I, lo- I, again, not official picks. I just, I, I just lean Baylor here heavily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 do too. Too. I, I do too. I do too. I got to give Jay Wright Nova credit though for writing the ship. I mean, granted. It was Winthrop through North Texas, but the way they were limping into the tournament, I mean, they did play well. I do sure. think there's always a there's always a team that catches catches that break and gets to the Sweet 16 because they were able to play good draw, a, a great draw. Yeah, North Texas like won the Conference USA tournament and didn't score 60 points in any of the games. Yeah, but they they won crazy. the Conference USA tournament. Like Western Kentucky choked. They they were able to. I think they scored the last seven points of the game in the last minute, uh, and, and they choked. But uh, yeah, so I, I love Baylor there. Also Saturday, Arkansas minus eleven and a half against Oral Roberts. I, I think the dream dies for Oral Roberts right here. They've been a great story in the tournament, but Arkansas just keeps coming at you Damn. in waves and waves and waves. We agree on everything. I agree. Arkansas. I like Arkansas. They they played a regular season game. They beat them by eleven. But I, as good as the story as Oral Roberts has been, I'm telling you, Florida sucks. And I don't think Florida's good. And they're going to get a lot more credit off that win than they deserve. Florida's an NIT team this year, I thought. Yeah, Florida wasn't great. And, and Florida like controlled that game for 35 minutes and then just shit the bed. Mm-hmm. And I. I don't think Mike White's doing a great job there. I'm not trying to insult well, him because he's an Ole Miss guy. You, well, the best player COVID thing before the season, but when he preseason yeah, SEC Keontae player Johnson. Year, Keontae Johnson. So well, that, he collapsed in the court. Yeah. Right. Early so on. I feel. I mean, he made the best of. But yeah, they weren't. They weren't good. And, and I think Oral Roberts is going to get a lot more credit beating Florida as a name than Florida's more of a name brand than they were actually good. I like Arkansas too. And the over unders 159 and a half. Brandon in this one. I would rather lay 11 or 11 and a half in this than seven in the Loyola game because it's going to be high scoring. Uh, Owen Casey needs some coffee. Is that serious? Yes. She said, uh, you know our order, right? Yeah, I actually do. It's uh, coffee with light skim milk, no sugar. So it's that's one of my favorite subplots that happened here that nobody really talks about. Casey just got convinced that Owen loved getting coffee. So so she had he Owen get pumped. coffee. Even though he I think she thought I had a company card, too, which right. like I had been here for <laughs> 90 days. <laughs> um. Arkansas minus 11.5 against Oral Roberts. That's where I lean. Did you say anything about this game? The only thing is it's like I'd be inclined to take the points, but they they played, like you said, they played early this year. They won by 11. Arkansas shot terribly in that game. So, so did uh, the, the guard for, old, uh, for Oral Roberts had a bad game, too. This is one of those I'll probably end up taking the points just because I'm a sucker for it. But Also, I don't even have a beef with Arkansas, but people keep tweeting at me. It brought my attention. I've been continuously fading them. And I've been continuously losing, and it's not even intentional. It just Arkansas fans it are just are very thin skinned. They're a they're a very dumb fan base. Arkansas fans are are they, they if they think you've slighted them, and every fan base is dumb, but they're a special breed. Arkansas fans will absolutely canvas your Twitter if there's even the slightest slightest thing. Because I haven't meant to. Like I haven't been like, oh, like this team stinks. I'm fading them. I, it just happened. And I keep getting to it, like, oh, when are you going to stop fading Arkansas? You just keep, you're like, or just be like, oh, keep fading Arkansas, keep losing. Blah, you blah, think blah. the ones saying "woo pig suey" on no. an intelligent bunch? They're they're uh, they're they're rough. They're they're. I think saying "go hogs" is way like better. I was. LSU fans are obnoxious, but you respect them. 
Arkansas fans are obnoxious and just there's not a lot going on there. Which uh, one thing on Arkansas fan base do you I have got the most five to, I got Arkansas for. five to one to win that regional. I took them before the Texas Tech game because I said I think they're going to beat Texas Tech, and I knew that they I, I love them against Oral Roberts of Florida. I don't know if they can beat Baylor, but five to one if they get there, it's a decent shot. The SEC fan base I respect the most outside of my own, uh, probably South Carolina. I, yeah. I, I think. South Carolina uh, has the indignity of sharing a state with a dirty program in football. and, and uh, But if and South they, Carolina goes 0-11 next year, Williams-Brice Stadium will be sold out. And that's what impresses yeah, me, too. And they just know their role. I, I, but they, they, they long for success, and they, they, they sometimes get it. They've won baseball national championships. They won two of those. They won a women's basketball national championship. So they're a decent uh, final four in basketball. They've had some football flashes in the last Yeah, Spurrier 2010, they beat Alabama. They're a better program athletically all around than you think, and I I think they're a very grounded fan base. Like, Auburn fans are delusional idiots. Alabama fans uh, never went to school there, can't find Tuscaloosa on a map. Tennessee fans are the worst fans in America. Georgia fans are Tennessee fans at a country club. Um Florida. Uh, LSU fans are drunk all the time. Florida fans wear jeans, shorts. The Jordan, Florida. Texas A&M fans uh, go to sleep at night with looking at Texas stuff. Um, Ole Miss fans, I don't have to go into that. Uh, what, what else? Kentucky fans. Well, they still don't have cowbells. At, How about Mizzou? Yeah, they're not exist? really. They're not really in the SEC. Yeah, they also they, uh, they were in the Big Twelve. And when did when did they make? What was that? Two thousand like twelve. Two thousand twelve. Eleven. Yeah, yeah. 12. Twelve. Twelve. Because that's when A&M and uh, yeah. that's when Johnny won the Heisman first year. Um, eh, Mizzou fans, I, I don't know any of them. Like, what a year! They're nothing. Yeah, you remember throwing this up in every Instagram? Oh, dude, that was he, like for for someone like me and Owen, just like normal like suburban white kids. I mean, Johnny Manziel was our. <laughs> he king. was a savior. When I'm in college, when I, when I was a senior, basically starting my freshman year of college, he was literally like my king. Johnny Manziel was like it. He was it. I mean, he was something. He was, uh, and he also he literally looked like us. Like just like a five eleven, like yeah. normal size. Like he's not like some specimen of a human. Just like five eleven, like one ninety. No, just an average guy. And just like running circles but, but, around. College but he football. was he was absolute lightning on a football field. It's mm-hmm. just unbelievable. I, and and like to just party his ass off. I think Johnny is probably the the biggest. I thought he was going to succeed in the NFL guy. Like Tebow when he came out, I I knew he wasn't going to succeed. Like like he was propped up by an incredible roster at Florida, but Johnny. Johnny had Mike Evans, but Johnny wasn't propped up by an incredible roster outside of that. And I thought Johnny was going to get the NFL and was going to be hell to pay for everybody. And it just, it just, no. I, there's still a part he of me that believes it. if he had his head on straight that he could have been, like, solid. But there's still a part of me that believes, like, uh, if somebody takes a chance on Johnny this year, maybe he can recap. Like, I will never no, – I'll I, be 50 I, years old saying I that. pay attention to social media. I, he's, I think he's packed it in. Oh, it's packed like, in. He's already, sure. do, he's already doing podcasts saying how he regrets how he didn't take it Yeah, I've listened to those. They're sad. Like that the one he bad. just didn't want one, Mike Studd. Yeah, they like, they started their own yeah. called Ball Don't Lie, and he literally was telling about how how bad he felt about like to Mike Evans, and, like the A and M coaches that year, that second year after he won the Heisman, that he just was like such an asshole and just like didn't give it as much as he should have when all his other teammates were giving it everything. Tucker Knight says South sad. Carolina fans literally throw trash on other teams' players. I I don't think that's true. And B, every college fan base is terrible. Mine included. We will excuse shitty behavior if somebody wins. We will do that. Every college fan base is capable of being complete assholes. Uh, we'll want a coach fired for not doing something we liked. We'll, 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 if a kid transfers, we throw dirt on the kid. College fan basery is basically one of the b- 
biggest forms of assholishness there is in the world. For sure. And I'm guilty Especially of it. Ben Mintz is guilty oh, of it. I'm, I'm definitely guilty of it. Like, if, if, when, I, when I throw shade on Arkansas's fan base, the, the Arkansas message boards will say something today. Oh, he hates Arkansas. Yeah, I hate every fan base because they're stupid. The, the, the fan, being a fan in itself, one fan is great. When you get a collection of fans together to become a fan base, group think happens. Uh, shitty things happen. College fan bases are some of the worst things in sports. I like that you stay away from the recruiting stuff because I think the worst part is getting on the 17 and 18 year olds. That are I excited. stay away. You, from you the stay recruiting. away from that. I do too. I, st- I stay away from the recruiting. That's, that's the I worst. Absolutely, uh, I can't stand recruiting. I just like getting excited about all the guys that Ohio State poaches. Well, yeah, you can do that. Like, like Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State get whoever they want every single we have year. The number one quarterback out of Texas. Meanwhile, next year. meanwhile, uh, what's his name? He's got a funny name, right? Quinn who Quinn Quinn Ewers. So then decommitted from Texas to Ohio State. There are three programs in football that get who they want. Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. Then there are thirty more programs that convince themselves they get who they want. Tennessee fans convince themselves they have a top fifteen recruiting class every single year because their recruiting reporters lie to them. Uh college football. I feel like Georgia gets a lot of who they want, but they don't always take advantage of it. Well they do yeah, they just have a great recruit they've changed the cost of doing business in the Southeastern Conference. Uh Georgia is uh Georgia gets who they want. They just have a bad coach. Did Pickens tear his did Pickens George tore Pickens tore his ACL. That's, oh, that's, that's and, and, and Georgia, that's prior to him tearing his ACL, was my pick to win the national yeah, championship this year. I, I think they're going to be Notre Dame of, of 2021 where they get to the playoff and people don't expect them to. But uh, now that George Pickens is out, I don't know. I'll have to. Of course, they still have a group of four- and five-star wide receivers, so don't cry for Georgia. Um, let's see. What else? Syracuse-Houston. Uh, I like Syracuse. I'll get to Syracuse-Houston. Right after I, you know what? That's going to be a shitty offensive game. One forty is a high total. It's Hold on. Third, okay, my bad. I'm going to lie. Speaking of shit, huh. dude, wipes. Assholes. Dude wipes. Speaking of assholes, thank Rectums. you. Rectums, rectums, sphincters, anuses, taints, oldest fans. <laughs> I did use dude wipes earlier, and they were great. What, we have them right there in the executive bathroom. Yeah, I know. Blue Jeff. knots. Okay, I used the non-scented ones. No, I saw you. You checked a few bathrooms. You were looking for the mint chill. <laughs> no, I actually, I was upstairs because I had a podcast thing to do. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. But that, they were, I, I, I like them. Upstairs, sneaky, great place to, to go. Especially, not a lot of upstairs people here Well, before days. dude wipes, it was actually a sacrifice you had to make because it was whether you wanted to poop downstairs with, I mean, you could run into people or yeah. you could go to the privacy of the upstairs, but it was worse toilet paper. Now you got dude wipes. Now you got dude wipes. We don't need that dry, scratchy problems. toilet paper. Treat your bum with, uh, with with care and respect. Dude wipes. Go to dudewipes.com. Code WALK15 for 15% off your entire order. They're also at Target. They're all over the place. Amazon. Check them out. Uh, Mr. Cricky says, Brandon, you look handsome today. This crew should be the permanent crew for Pick Central. Stick free without the bench mob boys is nice. I didn't say half of that, but uh, I did like that Brandon is handsome today. That's why I read the comment. Actually, he figured it out. That guy figured out the algorithm. Compliment Brandon first. And then you can say Then you say you whatever want. the fuck you want. <laughs> <laughs> you say whatever you want. I, read, I usually try not to read insults because insults come in for everybody. Yeah. I try not to read them, but he, he figured out the algorithm. He Compliment Brandon. He's going to read it. And then say you what you want. It's whatever a, you want through it's next. It's a digital poop dollar. <laughs> That's exactly you what it is. You reach down for the dollar, the compliment, and then yeah. there was some shit in there. But uh, Let's see. There's uh, an NBA trade. The Thunder are trading George Hill to the Sixers. That means they're not going to get Kyle Lowry then. Probably. I, uh, the, I, what, they wouldn't get George Hill and Kyle Lowry. I think they might. Also, Toronto has traded Norm Powell, Norm Powell to Portland for Gary Trent and Rodney Hood. Rodney Hood, Meridian, Mississippi. Played uh, – 
played a year at Mississippi State and then played at Duke. Fuck him. Mm. What? Yeah, no, no nothing, mm. nothing exciting there. Um, all right, pick me up again. Houston, Syracuse. Houston minus six against Syracuse. I'm. I what? And you're right. This total is one thirty nine and a half. Way that Syracuse. Houston couldn't score against Rutgers. Houston struggled against Memphis to score a lot. Houston too. can't score, and and they're they playing the Syracuse zone. I know they got a week to prepare for it, but I love Syracuse to win the game. I love Syracuse. Why is it Houston minus six? I would figure this would be almost the pick 'em because Syracuse is so hot. Just power. I'll take the, the points year. in the under probably. You you'll take Houston. No. Oh, okay. I see. So uh, you, you like you like Syracuse in the under. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's going to be a very public. But I also pair of sides. I, I I don't take unders in March Madness, so I, I'll take just Syracuse. I don't respect Houston very much, and maybe that's my mistake. They might make me look stupid. I thought Rutgers should have no, been them. good, but I think Houston's one of those teams that they're they're awesome at kicking the crap out of horrible teams. Like an yeah, American, they, they, they run it up like they did it to Cleveland State first round. They won by like thirty seven. They're great at blowing out bad teams. They held them to 36% field goal percentage. But anytime they step up in competition against teams that play, can play defense, they can't shoot. And if you can't shoot that well, you don't beat the Syracuse zone. So, I like Syracuse today. What about you? You've been quiet on this game. No, Cuse, it almost seems too obvious. That, but that. I won't let myself – I won't talk myself out of taking Cuse. Because Houston was a team – I said they were frauds all year. Yeah. And then for some reason I took them against Rutgers and I hated it. And I've been a Rutgers guy all year. Well, really, it was just in the draft. I wanted Rutgers. They got taken early. I was like, fuck it. I'll take Houston. Little it should have made – and it should – I took them. I had Rutgers in the – I know. Yeah, and and I, that should have gotten me part of that Bitcoin. It's true. Yeah, that was, that was a, y'all took a real tough That was a shrewd that. pick. Like, everybody else kind of looked in their teams. I, I picked Rutgers. It was going to work, and they, they blew it. I've, Damn I've, it, TJ. I'm sorry. It's okay. I felt horrible for TJ because Rico sit next to me to show me his live his live slips on Houston. Uh, I was sitting on the front row and, and I was like, oh, God. At, 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 at I think it was uh, sixty to fifty two or, or maybe fifty to forty two, eight minutes left. Dave looks over and says, "Bet Houston money line right now," and I said, "I can't." Rigo did it. He got plus like four fifty, twice. Um, Memphis gave Houston trouble and they suck. I don't think Memphis sucks, but they're not great. Um, you can do picks. We have three minutes left. We have three minutes left. Yeah, yeah, we'll do Sunday's leads. Yeah, we'll do Friday. We'll do Sunday's games tomorrow. All right, I got Heat minus four against the Blazers. Sixers minus five and a half against the Lakers. I'm I'm staying away from the next game. I had it written down. Syracuse plus five hundred to make the Final Four in the NIT. Western Kentucky money line to beat. Oh, it's on my card. Leave it there. Knicks minus three. Then I I hate it though. I hate it. Knicks minus three. Syracuse plus five hundred. Western Kentucky money line and Memphis minus four against Boise State. Ben Mintz. Who's next? Ben Mintz. I just have the Knicks. Uh, I might add some NIT picks later, but it's hard It's hard for me to judge the NIT on the motivation thing. It's not easy. Boy, time flew by today. It's sure a did. mark of a good show. Go ahead, Big F. Knicks minus three, Sixers minus six, Warriors plus three. Um, Yeah, I love Sixers minus six. It's, it's a good time to fade the Lakers with everybody out. Uh, Knicks minus three just scares the shit out of me, though. I'm just going to play it anyway. But you got to play it, right? Loyal fan. Uh, and then Nick's uh, up. Nick up. Mr. Nick Mr. 9 and 0. Um, you need a nap? What's what's going on? Knicks under 224.5, Western Kentucky, minus 115 money line. Just two picks? Yes. You're protecting your undefeated mark? No, I thought I was 8-0, so I had two picks to try and go 10-0, but now it's 9. Got to go for 11 then. Yeah. I wanted an even number. Uh, let's see. Sam Irwin says, great shirt, Brandon. This group should add Gottlieb, and it'd be perfect. Well, he's a college basketball expert. I mean, he's, he, he knows what he's talking about. 
He came across likable in that trivia to me. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. He played along. He let no. Rico. He let Rico shit talk him. I don't think so. And this is not even me being like a Rico sin, even though Rico is my guy. I don't think he. I think he still came off like kind of a cocksucker. I don't think so. I thought he came across very, very likable. I mean, Rico. Uh, first of all, Godley didn't steal Rico's credit cards. I don't know why Rico's still mad at that. I so so I. It's a principle. There's hmm. a klepto. Yeah, that was twenty years ago. I, I'm just saying, I, I'll I'll take it aside. I, just, I believe I, in second I chances. Thought, in life. I thought he looked like a dick. So not even a dick, just more like, just like not a guy I'd want to hang out with. I, I thought I thought, yeah, like I thought Rico not. Rico stood up and and got his shots off, and I respected that about Rico. He didn't he didn't change. He had some uh, great one liners. He had some Phenomenal great one liners. But but Gottlieb stood in there and took. Uh, he's like a batter getting in the batter's box, knowing a 90 mile an hour fastball is coming, and he just stood right in there. He took it and didn't really give any back besides the network comment, which I thought was a weak a weak comeback. And then I, and of course, I mean, I did carry Gottlieb to the win. I was incredible. I knew everything about college basketball. What, what, what do you want to say now? No, nothing. No, I just don't think Gottlieb is like a likable guy. Uh, let's see. It's 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 split on chat. Nicholas Wallach says Gottlieb is a dweeb. Dean Johnson says Doug came across so likable. Um, so yeah, there it is. I like Doug even more. That guy was 100% right. Gottlieb came off like a jerk, so it's 100% split in the chat. He said it right. Dwee- he came off like a dweeb. Dweeb was the right word. He just came. Like, he just wasn't a guy I'd want to hang out with. Dweeb's such I a good it. word. It f- I thought it fit his performance. Dweeb, show dweeb. If you get called a dweeb like that, you almost can't say no. Because if, you, if you're going so hyper-specific to say a dweeb. No, it fits him perfectly. Because, like, listen, all right, he, we get it. Like, he answered all the questions right. Like, he was smart, like, cool. But he still was not like more, in my opinion. All right. Y'all want to run it back tomorrow? We'll run back same crew tomorrow. Pick Central. The Yak is up next.